<laughs> to sing the theme song california yeah. wait can we talk about how the line in the theme song uh phantom planet is it hustlers grab your guns shadow weighs a ton <laughs> Officers, grab your guns, your shadow is a ton. Driving down the 101. I feel like we're going to have to sing the intro. to. We're going to have to sing California for every intro to this because of copyright laws. (laughs) Okay, you said you looked at the copyright laws. I didn't really. Okay, so you lied to me. No, I like I googled it like but obviously the answer is like no these songs are copyrighted and you can't use them in another recording. <laughs> we're not profiting off of this. Lord knows we're not profiting off of this podcast. I don't think it has to that's what I'm saying. I don't think it necessarily even has to do with profit. I think you just can't do it. Oh, good lord. I don't know. Well, it, as it, fun as it is to start this podcast with a debate about copyright law. <laughs> But I truly like. I I guess we can look this up. Like, what? How do other people put songs in their podcasts? Can someone in the podcasting world, if anyone is listening to this, please help us and tell us if we can put California? When you say if anyone is listening to us, please help. It sounds like this is a transmission from some (laughs) post-apocalyptic something, and it's really just. Uh, a podcast. Speaking of, welcome to episode welcome. three of uh, Welcome to the OC, bitch. You could, we could have shortened that and just said, Welcome to the OC. Okay, <laughs> let's try it again. Welcome to the OC, bitch. <laughs> episode episode three, three, the gamble. Wow, look at us in unison. Uh, so, almost. <laughs> so, in this episode, and, uh, the main theme of this episode is they find Ryan's mom. Yeah. It's a pretty big driving plot of this whole thing. Um, so we've left these chickies off at – not chickies, kitties off at, Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a late night episode. Just to clarify, oh, yeah. this is the latest we've ever recorded. <laughs> Uh, we're, burning, we're almost we're burning the midnight oil on this one we are um, burning the candle at both ends wait till we do our drunk episode um psyched. yeah me too tbd on one that'll be but um okay so yeah they the kids so ryan and luke were kind of taken off to they technically they weren't taken off to jail yet they just said that the police had to question them because they were both clearly involved with the fire mm-hmm. um but yeah so they're in trouble and and um, ryan was run away Oh yeah, Ryan was a so he's in more trouble. Yeah, he's double trouble right now. In double. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, okay. So we open. We open with them in well, in presumably juvie because they're not eighteen, but like also it looks very much like an adult jail. So that was I confusing. think it just. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I it just a hundred percent is adult jail. Yeah, so I thought that was weird, but yeah, so Ryan or a holding a holding something where they don't get split up. No, that seems wrong. Uh, my dad has literally worked at a juvenile detention center for my entire life, and I can't tell you if the kids get split up. Uh, we should have had him as like a. That. We should have have had him as a guest on this episode. Um, I'm going to say no. We shouldn't have. Let's continue. No, fine. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, so, Dad, if you ever listen to this podcast. Also, uh, don't. <laughs> Oh God! Um, okay. Anyway, so, yeah, Ryan, Sandy's back visiting Ryan in 
jail. I'll just call it jail. Back where um, we started. We see, yeah, we see. Yeah, back where we started. Two whole episodes ago. Um, we see Luke getting to leave because privilege. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. it's his first offense. <laughs> Let's also okay. address that. I know. I know. Okay. Also, because he has no priors. I but know he's rich. That. But also a huge amount of privilege, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's another interesting kind of the class dynamics here. Um, and then I think learn- this is the episode that made me decide that, like, I'm ready to be rich <laughs> and skinny. <laughs> I, I hate you. <laughs> that's the point of watching this, right? You're supposed to be like, I want to be rich and skinny. I don't know. No, it's supposed to disillusion oh. you with the world of <laughs> the rich and skinny. Oh, well, whoops, that hasn't happened for me yet. Let's continue. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So they, Sandy basically reveals that like in order to get him out faster, they kind of need to find his mom because he's, he's a minor and um, that's like the only way. Like Sandy can't really do that much because he's not his legal guardian. So, mm-hmm. um, but we do learn that like Kirsten's company actually dropped all the charges and like they, you know, they're these teen boys. It was an accident. So they, she sort of was trying to do the right thing and, and um, make it, you know, even though she is still refusing to take him in, is trying to make it as, as, easy as possible um and helping him as much as she can without yeah. letting him straight up live with them which so, she's taking okay. more and more of a shine to him yeah and and like also so seth is really pissed at the beginning of this episode um he's grounded yeah he's grounded um and Kirsten's is being portrayed i feel like as a super as being so unreasonable because she doesn't want this strange boy in her house um someone has to be the antagonist i guess i don't yeah, know but it's like I don't think it's super fair because she, she's not being that unreasonable. It's it's not she's trying to know, keep but, her family safe. Yeah, and not even a safety thing. It's just like it's a lot to be like, oh, this kid's gonna live with me now. So oh, yeah, also adopting someone who has a mother, even right. if she's negligent. Also, Kirsten doesn't know to what extent yet. But like, right. I don't know why Seth is so. Um, upset about being grounded because all he ever did was stay inside and his parents told him to go outside but maybe it's a reflection of his world expanding a little bit because he wants to go out and do things now yeah a hundred percent all of a sudden he doesn't just want to play video games in a mansion yeah (laughs) and eat captain crunch yeah. Oh, Captain Crunch. Um, Captain Oates. Okay. Sorry. Oh, we haven't we haven't gotten to Captain Oates yet. Um so yeah so it, yeah, it's a great contrast of like, oh, normally he just did this all the time and now he actually wants to do things and he's technically grounded. Um, so at the house, the Cohen household, they're they're prepping for some like fancy brunch with all the OC ladies. Um, and they and Sandy's doesn't oh, no, want I have to- hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you, I wish I could snack during this episode. Um, that's like the next it's no holds barred. It's just, it's late night. I got hiccups. You're eating crunchy snacks. Those I'm jelly beans I that. ate for the last episode, a poor decision. I oh. don't even like jelly beans. I just really wanted to have a ritual. You, yeah, you once one. again, I'm still in the robe, so. I was going to say, you once again are wearing a bathrobe. I think the only thing that's been consistent across all three episodes at this point is that my hair looks bad. So maybe, oh. uh, maybe that's just my thing. I got, I got a hair, hair for radio. We were made for radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. No. Okay. Hmm. All right. Wait. Uh, so. I was going to say, oh, yeah, the, the next podcasting 
revolution innovation yeah. or whatever should be that you can snack while recording. Okay, and well, it, that is literally trash. It makes no sense. Okay, <laughs> I just you need a necessity could, for it, uh, for to birth an invention. So, <laughs> no, I that's, that's no true. one's problem. That's definitely not true. Uh, but I, I wish it, the mother of invention. Isn't that the saying? I don't know, but I just wish that that some sort of technology could cut out the crunching noises. I'm sure some kind of technology can. We just don't have it. <laughs> Um, so anyways, anyways, there, so we were talking about Kirsten having all of the fancy OC moms, the Stepford wives over for some kind of charity planning thing. They're, yeah. They're planning an adventure. Yeah. So, (laughs) so Sandy goes, leaves because he's like, I don't be here with these, be here with these women. They're all really judgmental. And he, they're, they're like giving him shade about taking in the kid um, and so he kind of, he says to them, oh, maybe next time we'll take in a black kid or an Asian kid, which is really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So these are, these women were, do you think they were all Trump supporters? It gets, it gets really exhausting looking at the world through the lens of who, who did this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, 53% of white women. So let's just assume everyone here. Yeah, that's true. Except maybe not Marissa. Okay, anyway. Cheryl, how dare you? <laughs> Let the OC exist where it does. Can we not? Let's not talk politics right now for a second. If, oh, if and when, the big if, we ever get listeners, people are going to be like, I can't wait to get haters, first of all. People will be like, Mallory didn't want to talk politics because she's privileged. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I just watch the goddamn OC. <sighs> Oh, we need to move on. Yes, please. God, let's move on. Um, um, real quick, though, do we think this show would pass the blood shell test? <laughs> is that the one? That's one about talking about men, right? Yeah, I guess the women talk about money. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because the men talk a lot about, like, Seth and Ryan talk about girls, like, constantly. Yeah, true. So speaking of girls, um... Kirsten gets exhausted of the ladies the same way Sandy gets exhausted of the ladies. And Seth is making moves to go visit Ryan in jail. And uh, I guess maybe partially to protect Seth, to be mother to Seth, but also kind of to be motherly to Ryan. Kirsten decides to go and visit Ryan. Yeah. So they both go together to see him in jail. Yeah, which is a great. It's sweet. yeah, nice thing for Kira. Like, I don't know if she was just trying to escape or if she was actually trying to understand. But I think I both. Nice, yeah. And and Kirsten's cool and stuff. So yeah. But anyway, uh, so, the guys in jail definitely thought she was cool because one guy wait, was wait, putting on, the moves on. on her. Yeah, we're not there yet. So I'm first, there, but okay. they tried. Um, Seth tries to ask if Marissa wants to go visit Ryan too, and this is an important scene, if only because. Summer, okay, so summer is over, I guess. So, like, Marissa, this is kind of Marissa back in her, like, her real life kind of thing. And um, summer's over, and just, like, walking around in a bra. And oh, yes. Yeah, she, like, has the hots, I guess, for Marissa's dad. Um, and Pickens in the OC, I guess. Yeah, it's really funny. He's not oh, a particularly hot dad. Eh, Tate Donovan's not a bad guy. Oh, yeah. It's the fucking name, Tate Donovan, that makes me crazy. Anyway. <laughs> So, oh yeah, and then 
Oh, he asks Seth as he's like leading him into the house. Also, it's like a funny thing because Seth never goes to the Cooper's house. Like, why would he ever be visiting Marissa? So it's kind of funny that this is doesn't seem that weird right now. But, um, but anyways, he asks Jimmy Cooper asks Seth how his mother is, and he responds by just saying married. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing as Marissa in the end of the last episode saying, like, do we really tell each other everything, Dad? And Seth being like, yep, my mom, she's married, all right, because both the kids. uh, I mean, I guess we don't know if Jimmy and Kirsten are privy to the fact that, like, the kids watch that conversation happen in the house. Like, they know Ryan was living there, but I don't think they knew all the kids saw that first conversation happen. Oh, definitely, they don't they I don't think they've put that together yet. If right. they, or, or they thought, I don't know. That's a good point. I don't I don't think that was a thing they thought of when they wrote maybe they did think about this when they wrote this story. But anyways, they so but Marissa apparently still sucks. He won't she won't go visit Ryan despite their new friendship. Um, maybe because he rejected her and also because she's like says to Seth, like, Oh, you know, I just like I need to get back to my real life quote unquote and like Luke's mm-hmm. mad at me and all this stuff too. So, so Seth is kind of like, all right, guess like she's, I don't know, maybe she's out and they're not really friends or who knows. But, um, so that's why just Kirsten and Seth, they go to, go to jail. Oh yeah. And also Jimmy Cooper walks in on summer with her, with her shirt off. And so does Seth. And he like totally freaks out. Yeah. Seth gets all uh, hot and bothered about it, but yeah. But this is the only time I'm going to say she was asking for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing I'm going to get hate for uh, eventually when we have our fans. Um, Anyway, so now can we go to the jail? That was the point. But yeah, let's go to jail. Let's go to jail. (laughs) So, um, oh, another, sorry. Nope, can't go to the jail yet. All right. What else, Cheryl? No, no, no. This is is at jail. It's another big (laughs) crossover. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Welcome to Army. home from army um yeah no, not so welcome to army no it was i was making an additional bluth reference yes getting hit on in the visitation room yes another bluth bluth ref (laughs) Uh, um so kirsten is getting hit on and it pisses ryan off and ryan will start a fight at the drop of a hat so this boy really has a death wish um, well, but it, also the guy was straight up going up to Kirsten, which is kind of terrifying. Yeah. But also and Ryan learns to solve his problems physically. So can't take the Chino out of the boy. Yeah. Um, Here we are again. Um, and, it, it cuts away to Sandy walking into his house and wait, there okay. is another boy there. Oh yeah. So, Kirsten takes him out of jail. Kirsten yeah. again makes another executive head of the household decision. Yeah, she clearly couldn't take how awful jail looked, and he's so young, and etc. And he's clearly like some rough shit going on in that jail. Like he's his like he gets forked in the neck at one point, <laughs> and, and he gets then, forked in the neck, and then and yeah, and she's seen now firsthand like just how crazy it is. So mm-hmm. getting um, more of a look into Ryan's life makes her much more. I don't know, motherly and compassionate, I think, seeing how difficult shit is. Um, Not that she isn't motherly and compassionate otherwise, but she's mm -hmm. just never had anything to worry about really, I guess, before. And and now she's transferring a lot more of that affection 
slowly but surely to Ryan and not just Seth and kind of seeing them, their relationship blossom together. I think also it's, it's nice to see Seth have a buddy like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I Seth think has been stressing a lot, like, great. So you took away like the one cool person around here. Like you took away my, my one friend and um, wanting the best for Ryan and Seth is their friendship blossoming. Yeah. Which is why they kind of foster that, which is sweet. Um, da, 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 da. I was thinking what a great plot it is, a uh, setup for the plot. Like when um, Kirsten needs to go and, and do some chair planning this uh, Monte Carlo night charity event in person. It's like, well, I can't leave Ryan home alone. <laughs> I guess I have to bring him with me. It's like this kid just got out of jail. Like he's fine being home alone. But maybe that's the point. It's like he didn't want to be. They didn't want to leave him home alone. So, yeah. but also, because you know, of that, every, oh, I guess every event is like a big family affair, it seems like. Yeah, which is, well, two things about that. Um, yeah, of course, there has to be a convenient event to bring everyone together mm-hmm. all the time. And also part two, it's like, yeah, if they, so the kids are helping them set up for this money, for this like casino night thing. And um and that's another thing that I find weird. It's like, what, what did what did Seth do for so many years? Like, did he just not? Did he just help at these things, but not speak to any of the other kids? Like, I think that's possible. It's also possible that he just didn't go to those yeah. things and he stayed home and played video games. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, or it just sailed like or skated. <laughs> that's true. It just seems like they were forced to help. So that that's that's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah, they're prepping uh, for this. Oh, before they start prepping for this, um, there's a scene where Marissa's mom, like, does her whole annoying kind of um, pushes her to, like, like you know, all, being all about her looks and being like, oh, mm-hmm. you need to stay with Luke. And, like, you know, you guys are so Yeah, perfect. like, he's provided so much support. You spent so many years with him, like, making it sound like they have a marriage already that she yeah. should be working on when it's really, like, a teen romance. Yeah, because she obviously wants Marissa to be well. Because we find out some interesting stuff about Julie Cooper later, so like she obviously wants Marissa to like marry this guy and like marry rich and stay in this wealthy lifestyle that she has. But, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so they go to casino night, and they <laughs> there's obviously so much tension between Luke and Ryan still, but um, the adults are like oh great two the men are here like all the heavy lifting can be done and then this is a really funny cutaway to seth being in charge of blowing up the balloons wow (laughs) oh i didn't even appreciate the comedy there that is really funny super funny it's really subtle and yeah i guess i um i think i definitely would not have seen that the first time but um and then yeah and then like as he's doing that ryan and luke walk in like because it, it also forces Ryan and Luke to be together because mm-hmm. they're like carrying like furniture and stuff. Um, but developing their relationship where it's tense, but also like they had that bonding moment where, uh, in addition to putting him in life threatening danger, Luke also kind of saved his life and they agreed to, I don't know, keep the secret together. But then the secret of the fire was kind of blown up. I don't know. They've, they've shared a lot recently and, um, yeah. And because Marissa rejected, well, I mean, honestly, it, w- it was Ryan that rejected Marissa when she came on to him in the last episode. But um, in bringing it up, he says to Luke, like, she chose you. And, you know, you don't have to worry about me getting in the way because she chose you. But that's only because 
Marissa kind of gave back to Ryan what he said to her, which is we're from two different worlds and you have all of this stuff. We're not going to be able to be together. So, yeah. Uh, which, which brings me to my next point of like, why are they both so into Marissa? <laughs> I don't have a problem with Marissa. I'm liking her more and more. All right. Fine. I, I guess that's just, that's, no, that I can't. I know that's not just me that asks that question, but if we have listeners, it would be great to know what team you're on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I when when the girls were getting dressed, when we catch Summer in her bra, I was thinking like I really want this friendship to develop, and I'm sure it will. But like, I really want to see more girl friendship stuff because right now it's like the moms are all kind of in competition with each other. And the guys and the girls have their dynamics going on. But, like, Marissa just seemed kind of alone. And I want some more yeah. girl friendships to happen here. Yeah. You'll you'll get your wish. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, also, Sether, or Sether, Summer was, like, a supporting character, I think, at the beginning of the show. And then slowly, like, her pop, like, you know, that's why she sucks right now. But, like. Okay. Because she really does suck. Goes on. She grew into, like, a, a permanent fixture like like she went from like recurring character to like you know um main cast so yeah. um i can see that's a thing i'm hoping to develop um yeah. so sandy brings ryan's mom to the surface in this episode through a pi investigation oh yeah um, we forgot to talk about this the main oh yeah because when they when the episode joins the couple there, for like, dinner yeah, they were trying to, like, say, they were saying, oh, the only way he can get out is if his mom comes. Mm -hmm. And then and Kirsten, even when she brings him out of jail, they kind of have an argument about, like, obviously, he, like, she says again, like, well, he can't stay forever. They know he can't stay forever. So they know the only solution is, like, to find his mom. Mm -hmm. um, forgot that was kind of the driving plot. So, yeah, yeah so they find her. Um, he, he finds her working in a laundromat and mm -hmm. takes her back to the house. Uh, Sandy does. And so he, she like surprises Ryan, surprises Ryan over dinner, there. which seems yeah. like a lot to put on this kid, but yeah, but it was like, you know, it seemed like a good dinner. Her, so Don Atwood, I guess so. Here, yeah. And she, it seems like, you know, she was saying over dinner, she broke up with her horrible boyfriend that we met in the first episode. So the adults are saying like, oh, it seems like she's really trying. She um, stopped drinking. Yeah. She, she says, says she stopped drinking. Um, Ryan's yeah. still really skeptical, but I think whether it's wishful thinking or the parents in the situation, um, Seth's parents, uh, just not knowing the extent of how crappy Ryan's mom can be. It seems like they're really hopeful that she's going to turn stuff around. And, um, but we right. find out later that's not really the case. Um, right. so oh, we get to the charity event. Wait, one thing before that was uh, one more thing about Sandy Cohen cool, being the coolest um, is right before he when he's still working on where, what, where, how to find um, Don Atwood, which is who's Ryan's mom. Um, he overhears Julie Cooper and some women like planning this charity event in like a coffee shop or something, and gives her the absolute business. Yeah, <laughs> where like she's, they, you know, they're yet again complaining about. Like this kid who's from those wrong side of the tracks and he's so he's such a bad influence and et cetera, et cetera. And then um and then the, she's gossiping about the Cohen's and like being like, how can they take him in and all the stuff? And Sandy's so crazy and all this stuff. And like she, he's straight up there, overhears them and just goes over and is like, Julie, like this 
isn't this town known for taking in outsiders? Like I'm from the Bronx and you're from Riverside, which is just like Chino. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a new, he cuts her down. yeah, that's a new development that we didn't really know that Julie herself kind of came from nothing, not nothing, but like what isn't a true OC. She's new money. Yeah. And she obviously, so it kind of gives some interesting insight into the relationship with her husband. Um, mm-hmm who's like obviously provides for her and everything. And I don't know, did she marry rich um, or just marry for the money? Who knows? Um, and did she choose the wrong person if she's marrying for money? Cause clearly he's having money problems. <laughs> anyway, speaking of money problems, the charity event is a Monte Carlo gambling night where Ryan takes his mom as a date and it's super sweet. Also the turnout was massive and i don't know why kirsten wasn't more stressed about this event because it is incredible what she's pulled off oh yeah but that's what's so funny about every single party that they have it's just like super casual no she's she was stressed like she was stressed like in the planning when they had that brunch when she had the brunch she left they had some drinks over brunch they shared some them some cross words and they were passive aggressive and then she left to go to prison so like (laughs) she's got other things on her mind i guess so so the event is beautiful yeah but she's also a high oh yeah when we learned that she's a high-powered manager of residential development Mm -hmm. so she's actually got real things going on unlike these other newport beach wives but yes so okay yeah so immediately we get to the casino night and julie Oh, Julie has learned that they borrowed money from the Coens. Her husband mm-hmm. was finally honest with her there because she was it's a little Shakespearean. The back and forth between people finding out who knows what when. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like she was oh she was shit talking Kirsten, and then Jimmy was like, "Don't say shit about the Coens. They're fun. They're paying our bills." Um, mm-hmm. But she's absolutely fire with her comments, mm-hmm. um, making comments like. Oh, okay. Now I can't remember any specifics, but borrowing money. Like clearly Sandy, clearly Sandy didn't know that they were, that he had lent, that they had lent somebody. How much does Kirsten make that they have this lifestyle? Because Sandy's like, oh my God, a hundred K. That's more than I make in a year. How do they have this lifestyle? And Sandy isn't even pulling in a hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, I guess he's a public defender, but like. But yeah, that's she's, the whole thing. The she's dynamic. in charge of his household. She's making all the money. Like, she does oh, get yeah. to make the decisions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, she is. Yeah. And as we saw from, like, the past couple episodes, too, it's like she is. Um, that's, like, their power dynamic. And she's really killing it. At I mean, she I guess she works at her father's company, but she's really high up. And she's, like, yeah, she's an executive. Um, and obviously supports probably supports the family more so because that's kind of a running thing of like, well, Sandy's doing like quote unquote, I guess the more like, like honor, honorable is not the, not the right word, but you know what I mean? He's like, he's oh, doing he's the public. moral work. Yes. Yeah. The moral yeah. work. Yes. Yes. Like he's defending these poor kids. She's um, bringing in the money. Yeah. That's a running theme for sure. Um, okay. So they, yeah. So Julie's, oh yeah. Julie says stuff about like, oh, this dress is yours and like, oh, whatever, things like that. And clearly just outs the the whole money borrowing situation, mm-hmm. which Sandy freaks out about, um, as he should. But it's like, yeah. And it's also and a lot of spouses, spouses keeping secrets from spouses. spouses and, and there's, yeah. it's more than just the money. It's kind of a breach of trust. And 
uh, I think opens up some questioning about some kind of emotional cheating, some emotional affair. Cause it's like, you know, Jimmy tried to talk to his wife and she didn't listen to him. So he went to someone else's wife and that's not what you do as a married yeah, couple. But they're, but they're also old friends. So it's, there's a lot of gray areas, but yeah. Um, and then what else happens? Oh, okay. So, I mean, we know Ryan's mom has a drinking problem. She said at the dinner that she was good, but um, she gets real sloppy and she keeps, she's having fun with Ryan. Ryan goes off to go be with his friends um, at the request of his mom and she starts tossing him back and she's having a good time and she, her sobriety goes fast. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, and so about the kids for a sec, the, um, there's like kind of a lot is witches, witches, witches. Mm-hmm. So we see, well, we see, you know, more tension between Marissa and Luke cause Luke is still mad at Marissa for, for what he, for what presumably what he thinks like she cheated on him. Um, when he saw mm-hmm. her coming out of the model house, which is fair, I think. Um, and, but well, so I don't know why Marissa is surprised that Luke is mad at her. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, he sucks, but. I think she's kind of getting wrapped up yeah. in her own world and I, I don't yeah, know, but she's getting wrapped up in the fun of new attention and a guy who's bringing something fresh to her life and new friends. And totally. Yeah. Also, she didn't do anything with him. Yeah. I think she's also hurt because she got rejected by Ryan and now Luke is mad too. Yeah. So it's all of that. Right. She's, she's, she's really going through a tough time. Um, but, yeah. yeah. And so, but she's kind of decided that she, is gonna stay with Luke and like wants her to stop, wants him to stop being mad at her. Um, but well, I don't know why she didn't just tell him that nothing happened, but um, what else? I don't think he would have believed that's her, true. But. but then that's just whatever. Okay. So also we see Seth and Summer bonding finally for the first time, which is really exciting. Yes. Um, she calls him the wrong name consistently. She refuses to refer to him by the right name, but she is hugging him and calling him her good luck charm, and he's just kind of taking what he can get. Yeah, but it's still pretty cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's sweet. Because we know he's one of this. Yeah. So much for so long. Yeah, which is also creepy, but that's... that's <laughs> yeah. ah, that's a crush yeah. for you. <laughs> um, okay, so back to Ryan's mom, who's the integral sort of point of... Or integral story of the casino mm-hmm. night, you know she's like she's just so taken aback at how beautiful and how like you know this whole world that she's never seen before and she kind of lets herself get out of control she falls she's like clearly so drunk and she falls um and all the eyes are on her and on ryan um she's wasted and she's now she's yelling at people but also like has no one ever fallen at one of these before (laughs) that's exactly what i wrote down I know she has a drinking issue, but with all these rich people, yeah. with all of this access to everything and all the social events, is she really the only one who's a sloppy drunk? Yeah. Seems I unlikely. That was weird too, and I was like, "That's a little overdramatic." But I- but they were finally kind of starting to blend in. Yeah, um, Ryan and his mom, and the Chino was 
becoming less apparent and then she does this and makes a trashy fool of herself and yeah. it's all eyes on her all eyes on the cohen's for bringing these people yeah. and it's not a good situation yeah so they go home they leave the party and we see we cut to like the next morning and she's kind of trying to sneak out so she's clearly like <laughs> i love that very the characters like wear sunglasses as a way of communicating that they're skipping out on town because we're three episodes in and this has definitely happened more than once That's so true. Like, I feel like when Ryan was trying to sneak out in the last episode and Seth caught it was because he was like wearing sunglasses and getting ready to go at night. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same thing with his mom. That's the next episode where Seth's mom finds Ryan's mom doing the same, pulling the same, I'm wearing sunglasses because I'm about to skip town shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah. And the parallel between the fact that like how fucking frequently both hit both mother and son just like to just run away (laughs) yeah and ryan still is not making many facial expressions uh i mean i guess ryan's mom just kind of decides that he's better off without her but doesn't i don't i like i don't she just she just leaves she just gets in a yellow cab she just leaves and i don't know what Kirsten could have done to stop her, but she doesn't really do anything. And she waves goodbye to Ryan and like fucking gets in a yellow cab. Yeah. And she also just like assumes that Kirsten will, will take, like, she's just kind of like, Oh, you're going to take good care of him. He's going to have a mom now. And it's just like, Oh, you did, you didn't, you didn't like ask. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like she doesn't say goodbye to Ryan. She waves goodbye to Ryan and he is, of course, flat Stanley. He's not making any kind of expression at all. He makes no motion to like, I he I don't know. They they both. It's like a everyone's like, okay, yep, she's out the door. She's gone. Like no one fights for it. And I guess maybe it's for the best because she sucks. But I I don't know. Like I there's a lot of legal issues here, and for her to also just skip town doesn't. I guess it works out because there's a few more seasons after this but like (laughs) she just leaves also the final scene where the fuck is she getting money for a yellow cab i thought about that because yeah oh maybe she won money at the casino night no but she fell down drunk i don't know yesterday she said she didn't have a house or anything to her name and now she's getting in a cab to god knows where that's a good point yeah i actually didn't think about where she was actually going in that cab but i think she's you know she's a floater and she kind of finds work wherever and she maybe will go back to the laundromat job or something. I don't know, but that's a good point. Um, she's, yeah, she's grifting. She's, dr- yeah, a drifter of sorts. Oh, um, this is totally unrelated, but I really wanted to mention Seth's hamburger shirt because I forgot about it. <laughs> yes, I noted the hamburger shirt. We, it's we just skipped. quirky and fun and he's wearing a shirt with a hamburger we on it. right over it. I just wish I could purchase that exact shirt today but anyways that's oh yeah that's the end of the episode i mean that's the end of this episode this episode wasn't terribly wasn't interesting i guess i mean it it was more plot driving we had to get ryan's mom out of the way and then i'm assuming place ryan in the cohen's care yeah this is like kind of like okay he's here to stay now for real um yeah yeah agreed this is not my one of the a better a very good episode oh but the last thought i had was like because like, like because she doesn't even like ask Kirsten to actually take him in like 
And I, I, there's a part of me that wonders, like, because at the very end, Kirsten and, and Sandy are like, oh, are we okay? And, like, part of me is like, oh, is she finally, I know she's, like, really taken a liking to Ryan finally. But, like, is there an element of it where she does it because, like, and doesn't protest taking him in anymore because of the whole Jimmy money situation? How do you mean? Like, like giving in, because, like, obviously Sandy and Seth has wanted. Oh, like... Yes, like, uh, cons- like compromising basically. Yeah. Like I did the money thing, so now you can get your thing, yeah. and that's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I I guess that could be part of it. Also, I think she appreciates and loves. I don't know. Is 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 able to. I don't know. Is able to appreciate where Ryan's coming from a little bit more because now we've seen, you know, because at dinner when. Both of the parents seemed kind of hopeful that Ryan's mom had a shit had her shit together, and then she kind of just ended up disappointing everyone again. I think it was like, oh, Ryan knew this was going to happen, and he wasn't. He didn't embrace his mom right. because he kind of knew it was going to end up like this. And it's right. they're giving Ryan more credit for like, oh, you know, yeah. this kid knew what was up. He's been around, and yeah, he knew this was going to happen. Like so old patterns, old habits, and stuff like. Exactly. He didn't have anywhere to go. And that's what he was saying this whole time. And he, I mean, he wasn't asking them to stay really. He, I don't know. I don't know. I I think she's just, he's growing on her. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. This wasn't the most exciting of episodes, but that means like, it's kind of like, well, now what's going to happen? It means if he's here to stay and Marissa's decided she wants Luke and, I don't know. Seth and Summer are finally talking. <laughs> like, there's so yeah. This this set a lot up. Yeah, it wasn't objectively, you know, it wasn't by itself a super interesting episode, yeah. but um, because of that, it's it's set a lot of things up. It was a domino. It was a setting up the dominoes episode. Oh, is that an official? Is that a term? thing? I don't know. We oh, I don't know. I'm coining it. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, I'm coining this episode. If look at us getting, we can we can go right into showbiz after this. Okay, well, don't say we, because I said it, but, I mean, definitely ride my coattails. <laughs> um, if this podcast... Let's end this. It's late, dude. <laughs> okay, so last thing we need to do is shout out our anonymous sponsor, as we do with every episode. Today's clue is that, um, as we've said before, she does nothing, but this show wouldn't be possible without her. Um, she- I think this is the first time we've said it's a she, oh, so that's a big deal. Okay. Oh, you know what? That's yep. it. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Okay. I I deprive the people of another fact. No, no, no. But we do have a lot We've more episodes lot. to yeah, go. I'll save that fact. It's a real fact. So, the, so okay. is the she. But that that's enough of a clue for today. <laughs> okay, so uh, she is a person who does nothing and makes it all happen. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. All right. Ah. Well, all right. Until next time. Until next time, good night, everybody. Have some sweet dreams. People could be listening to this in the morning, you know. Well, good night in the morning. Good night. (laughs) Good night, Shirley.